Chapter 7 of Mildred at Home by Martha Finley. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Heaven, the perfection of all that can be said or thought, riches, delight, or harmony, health, beauty, and all these not subject to the waste of time, but in their height eternal. Shirley. We have no need to weep for her, my darling, Mr. Dinsmore said softly stroking Elsie's hair as she lay sobbing in his arms, an open letter in her hand. No, Papa, not for her, I know, but for the others. See, Annis's letter is all blistered with her tears, and she says it seems at times as if her heart would break, and Don, oh, she says Don is almost wild with grief, that he tells her he can hardly bear to be in the house. It is so lonely and desolate without Fan. Yes, I have no doubt they miss her sorely, yet time will assuage their grief. They will come to think less of their own loss and more of her blessedness. Elsie lifted her face and wiped away her tears. Is it not wonderful, Papa, she said, that Fan, always so timid and retiring, always clinging so to her mother and home, should be so willing and ever glad to go? Yes, he said. It shows what the grace of God can do. She must have been given a very strong sense of her Savior's love and presence with her as she passed through the valley of the shadow of death. It helps one to stronger faith in the present promise, as thy days, so shall thy strength be. Rose, sitting by reading a letter, with fast-falling tears, wiped them away at that and, looking up, said, Let me read you some things that Mildred tells me about her last hours. We will be glad to hear them, Mr. Dinsmore answered, and she began. It was the loveliest deathbed scene. No fear, no desire to stay. As I stood beside her an hour or two before the messenger came, I leaned over her and repeated the words, The eternal God is thy refuge, and underneath are the everlasting arms. She looked up with the sweetest smile. Yes, she said, Jesus is with me, and I am not afraid. He will carry me safely through the river. Mother added, And to a beautiful home, one of many mansions, he is prepared for his people. You may be sure it is very lovely, very delightful, with everything you can possibly desire, for the wealth of the universe is his. He has all power in heaven and in earth, and you, for whom he has been making it ready, are dearer far to his heart than to mine. I hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things that God hath prepared for them that love him. Her look was ecstatic as she listened. Oh, how happy I shall be, she exclaimed, and it will seem only a very little while till you will all join me there. She has brought heaven very near to us all, Mildred added. It seems far more real to me than it ever did before. She has entered into the joy of the Lord, and we cannot mourn at all for her, though our hearts are sore with our own loss. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. Does he not gather them home with joy and rejoicing to the mansions his love has made beautiful beyond compare for them? I think our little fan was so dear to him that he could no longer spare her to us nor was he willing to leave her any longer in this world of sin and suffering. That is our mother's feeling, father's too, I think, 
and no one could be more resigned, more perfectly submissive than they are. Yes, Marcia is a devoted Christian, Mr. Dinsmore said. Drawing Elsie into a closer embrace, he added, I feel deeply for her in this sore bereavement. He was asking himself, as again and again he pressed his lips to his daughter's fair brow, how he could ever endure such a loss. There had been a steady correspondence between Rose and Mildred, Annis and Elsie, ever since the winter spent at the Oaks by Dr. and Mrs. Landreth and Annis. Housekeeping cares and discussions in regard to the best manner of rearing their little ones filled no small part of the letters of the two young mothers. Elsie and Annis wrote of their studies and amusements and of the everyday occurrences in each family. Thus, Annis had learned about the life Elsie and her father led together while Rose was absent, of their journey to Philadelphia when he found himself able to go for his wife and little Horace, the visit there, and the return trip. Elsie had been kept informed, among other things, of the progress of fan sickness, and the letter received today had given an account of her death and burial. Papa, Elsie asked, lifting her weeping eyes to his face, what can I say to comfort poor Annis? Just what I have been asking myself in regard to Marcia, he remarked, with a deep-drawn sigh. And I about Mildred, Rose said, echoing the sigh. I know of scarcely anything that is more delicate and difficult than the writing of a letter of condolence. It is extremely so in a case where there is any doubt of the happiness of the departed, Mr. Dinsmore said but comparatively easy when we know that to the dear one gone to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Also, that the mourners are of those who have had a good hope through grace that it shall be so with themselves. I shall look for Bible words, Elsie said, leaving her father's knee to get her own little copy lying on a table near at hand. Bring it here and let us look it over together, her father said, and obeying with alacrity, she again seated herself upon his knee. Rose brought another Bible and a concordance and joined them in their search for whatever the blessed book could tell them of the employments and enjoyments of heaven. They found it spoken of as a rest, as the Father's house, a heavenly country, the kingdom of Christ and of God, that they who overcome and reach that glorious place shall eat of the hidden manna, shall walk with Christ in white, that he will wipe away all tears from their eyes, that he will feed them and lead them unto living fountains of waters, that he will dwell among them, and they shall serve him day and night in his temple, that they shall hunger no more, nor thirst any more, neither shall the sun light on them, nor any heat, that they have palms of victory, white robes and crowns and harps of gold, and that they stand before the throne and sing a new song, which no man can learn but those who are redeemed from the earth. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. Papa, said Elsie, Inna told me once she didn't want to go to heaven and stand and sing all the time, she would get tired of that. I feel as if I should never grow weary of singing God's praise. I love those words in one of our hymns. When we've been there ten thousand years, 
Bright shining as the sun, we've no less days to sing God's praise than when we first begun. But surely singing is not the only employment there, for here in the 21st chapter of Revelation it says, And the nations of them which are saved shall walk in the light of it. Then in the third verse of the next chapter, the throne of God and the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. Don't you think that means that he will give us some work to do for him? Her face was full of an eager joy. Yes, Mr. Densmore said, I do. Just what it will be, the Bible does not tell us. But to those who love the Master, it must be a delight to do whatever he bids. The rest of heaven will not be that of inaction, but the far more enjoyable one of useful employment without any sense of weariness. Perhaps he may sometimes send his redeemed ones on errands of mercy or consolation to the inhabitants of this or some other world. How sweet that would be, exclaimed Elsie joyously. Papa, if I should go first, what happiness it would be to come back sometimes and comfort you in your hours of sadness. I should rather have you here in the body, he said, tightening his clasp round her waist. God has not seen fit to gratify idle curiosity in regard to these matters, he resumed. But he has told us enough to leave no room for doubt that heaven is an abode of transcendent bliss. Yes, Papa, just to know that we will be forever with the Lord, near him, and be like him, is enough to make one long to be there. Dear Fan, how blessed she is. Who could wish her back again? No one who loves her with an unselfish love. And now I think we may write our letters. No doubt they already know all that we can tell them, for they are students of the word, every one, observed Rose. Yet it does one good to have these precious truths repeated many times. Yes, said her husband. We are so prone to forgetfulness and unbelief and Satan is so constantly on the watch to snatch away the word out of our hearts and destroy our comfort, if he could do nothing more. Papa, said Elsie, I sometimes feel so afraid of him. Then I remember that Jesus is so much stronger, and I seem to run right into his arms and am full of joy that there I am so safe. You know he says of his people, I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish neither shall any pluck them out of my hand. No, not all the powers of hell can do it, for he is able to save them to the utmost that come unto God by him, he said. All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth, and I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature, shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. End of chapter 7th